So that is about a minute of the foam jam from November 2nd, 1991 at the Lori Student Center Theater in Colorado State University, located in Fort Collins, Colorado. So right about at the end of that jam is a tape flip, so I thought that was a decent spot for us to cut, although it is very difficult for me to cut any kind of jam, especially a cool-ass foam jam. But it is a good example of just how on point Trey was during this show. So I'm going to encourage you to seek this one out. We're going to play a little bit of it, of course, for you. But Trey really had it on this day. Let me first welcome you to the podcast. So welcome to the Daily Soundcheck. I am your host, Mike Lawn Memo Minio, and this is episode 14, Getting Crazy, and we have an absolute dynamite soundcheck for you. Just a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at Lawn Memo. You can check us out on the web at the Daily Soundcheck. I would also like to encourage you to leave a review and rate us on iTunes. That really helps us out. And another reminder that we are a member of the Osiris Podcast Network, which you can find at OsirisPod.com. So we have a real treat for you in today's soundcheck. I'm very excited for this one. And there's going to be a lot less of me and a lot more music today. Well, there's two reasons. The music's incredible and I can't really find much to talk about. So we are at November 2nd, 1991 at the Lurie Student Center at Colorado State University. So this theater held about 650 people and Colorado State is a decent sized 33,000 students out in Fort Collins, you know, beautiful country out there. And the Lori Student Center is still around. There, It's about 350,000 square feet for the entire place. And about 20,000 people pass through on a day-to-day basis. So, yeah, that's about it. That's about all I could come up with on their research. So maybe someday we'll do some amendments to some of these where people come forward with stories. And we'll add them in and do some stuff with that. But it's about all I got for you today. But the good news is I have a banging sound check for you. So the sound check starts out with Sweet Jane. Yes, Sweet Jane, which wouldn't be played all the way till August 8th, 1998. So seven years later in Merriweather. Sweet Jane, of course, being by the Velvet Underground. And this is a pretty nice little version. After they complete that, there's a Sweet Jane vocal jam, which is kind of loosely based around Sweet Jane and more about being absolutely ridiculous. So as we move forward, Uh, With some sound checks, you're going to hear a lot more of this. Things get goofy, things get crazy, so you can absolutely look forward to more of this kind of stuff as we get going. After that, there is Gimme Three Steps by Leonard Skinner. So this has actually never been played, so if you ever wanted to know what a little Gimme Three Steps Back by Old Skinner sound like, played by our favorite band, we got it for you in today's sound check. And then Fish closes out with Rocket Man to close out the sound check, which wouldn't be played all the way till August 9th, 2011 at Tahoe. Now the Rocket Man is kind of an organic thing in this sound check. They kind of don't know what to play. And then all of a sudden Trey starts singing a little and then they kind of morph into it. And it's, you know, just really, really cool. So once again, one of the crazier sound checks, we have Sweet Jane, a Sweet Jane vocal jam. We have Gimme Three Steps and Rocket Man. This is from November 2nd, 1991 at the Lori Student Center Theater at Colorado State University. Money. 
That's right. Let me hear you put your hands together. That's right.
Now that 
is a cool sound check. Now, for our bonus, I wanted to reiterate how well I thought Trey played during this show. He seems to articulate his notes even more so than a lot of other shows that I've listened to. Every single note you can hear, and it's played incredibly fast, but you can pick out each one. And it pains me to not play you the Reba from the show because I think it's outstanding. But since I didn't have a lot to tell you about Colorado State, I thought I would let Trey do it. So I've picked out the Colonel Forbin's Ascent, which he basically gives the entire Game Hen saga in this. He's very, very talkative, and he really goes through the whole thing. And then he absolutely annihilates the Fly Famous Mockingbird. So once again, this is Colonel Forbin's Ascent, Fly Famous Mockingbird, from November 2nd, 1991 at Colorado State University.
dust had cleared, the colonel lifted up his head and was driven to his knees by a blazing beam of light. And he saw the silhouette that stood before him. And he bowed in reverence, trembling in the shadow of the mighty legends born. The prophet stood before his eyes Looking down on Colonel Corbin Where he shuddered in the puddles and the muck And he quietly addressed him And he spoke so slowly He spoke so slowly And the mockingbird to fly and seize the helping cook and bring it to your shack. And the tree of knowledge in your soul will grow. And the helping friendly book will plant the seed. But I warn you that all knowledge seeming innocent and pure becomes a deadly weapon in the hands of avarice and greed. Whoa. The sacred greed will be yours. And if you wait until tomorrow, Sacred greed will be yours to power, yours to seize and to obey. gig that we're playing in Colorado and uh, we want to thank you guys all for a really great time Telluride, Boulder and Denver and the Gothic Theater and the Colorado College and everybody I definitely recognize a lot of faces that were around and made a lot of friends so thank you so much we're going to drive to Austin, Texas tonight after the gig and it's going to be a whole new thing now we couldn't resist playing this song on the last night because of anywhere, at least in this country, people who understand about the spirit of the mountain. Um, there's no place more than Colorado that people understand that. So we thought it would be appropriate that we played this song on the last night. And um, some of you know about this and some of you don't. I'm gonna tell you what it's really about. Now, this is about another place and where we come from, we know about the spirit of the mountain too. And <laughs> anyway, if you come with us now to a different place, the different mountains, this is Gamehenge that we're going to. And uh, at Gamehenge, as most of you know probably, it, used to start, it started out a long time ago as a beautiful, beautiful, serene wonderland of, of, of beauty and peace and harmony with the people that lived there, the people of Gamehenge, the lizards, 
lived in harmony, peace and harmony with nature for thousands of years. And they lived in a place where you had a big, vast green forest and a huge fields off at the end of the forest that reached out. And of course, in the middle of the field was the big black rhombus in which they used to a long time ago, the people would go up to the mountain and they would pray to the gods and try to keep in harmony with the mountain. And every year they had a ritual where they would go out to the field, climb up on the, on the rhombus and sing the divided sky prayer to the, to the sky above them. Now later on, after all this happened, of course, the traveler came to, to uh, Camehenge named Wilson. And Wilson uh, saw these innocent people and, and instead of seeing it as a beautiful thing in harmony with nature, he saw it as an opportunity to uh, oppress and exploit these people. So what he did was he took their book, or their, their Bible of sorts, the Helping Friendly Book, which had been given to them thousands of years ago by the great knowledgeable Iculus, whose spirit lived on top of the mountain that rose out of the forest there. And he took the book and he stole it from them because he knew that without the book, they were helpless and they would need to come to him. So by stealing the book, he enslaved all the people of Gamehenge. And he hid the book in a castle. He chopped down all the trees and raised the castle in the middle of a, a clearing in the middle of the forest. And for, for years and years, he had enslaved the people until finally Colonel Forbin, who's the hero of this last song that I was just singing about, made it into Gamehenge. And he decided that he would help a group of revolutionaries try to overthrow Wilson. A lot of attempts failed, and finally his last attempt was going to be to climb up the mountain, which no one had ever done before, and try to find the great knowledgeable Iculus and ask for help. So as it says in the last song, he climbs up the mountain. The mountain begins to quake and rumble, rocks tumbling down around him. He's on his knees, looking up in awe as the mountain begins to take the form of Iculus's face, little pieces falling out until the whole mountain becomes the face of the great knowledgeable Iculus. And Colonel Foreman is kneeling there in terror beneath this, this awesome sight. And, and uh, Iculus says to Colonel Foreman, I'm going to help you. I'm going to call my friend the famous Mockingbird, who's going to fly down. I'm going to send him off to steal the Helping Friendly book back from Wilson and bring it to the evil people. But of course he does give him that one warning that uh, this book contains all the knowledge inherent in the universe and knowledge in the wrong hands, uh, in the hands of avarice and greed. It becomes a deadly weapon, so you better beware. But that's a whole different part of the story. You can worry about that later, but right now the famous mockingbird is flying out of the ground, out of the sky to go to the castle and steal the friendly book. Thank you. 
Wow, Trey. That was some pretty impressive stuff. So not a lot I could give you on the background on today's show, but this has to be one of my favorite all-around musical performances from our daily sound check. So just a programming note, I will be attending Joe Russo's Almost Dead. Pretty pumped for that tomorrow. I am actually bringing a good stoner buddy of mine who is listening to the soundcheck to his first ever concert. He loves them from everything I've played, so he's real pumped. I'm bringing my other good buddy who recently was divorced and doesn't ever go and do anything, who has four kids. He's super pumped. And bringing my sous chef from my restaurant, who is an old deadhead and hasn't seen a concert in 10 years, and he is the most pumped of all of them. So it should be a wild ride. So I cannot promise the episode will be up tomorrow, Friday, but you can certainly look for it by Saturday. So make sure you follow me along on Twitter, or if you already subscribed to us, you'll see a pop-up probably on Saturday. So thanks again. This was the Daily Soundcheck, episode 14, the podcast at the lamppost. Thanks very much. Osiris. This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcasts. What does that mean? Osiris is a community of great music and culture podcasts. If you like this one, go check out others at osirispod.com and get in the loop. Osiris is partnered with Relics Magazine at relics.com.